right, everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me, as always, is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hey, guys. I hope you are having a fantastically wonderful evening, uh, wherever you might be on this wonderful planet called Earth. I'm an alien. <laughs> and I am above Earth. I don't know. I, I I always say that crazy shit. But um, no, I hope everyone's having a, a nice night. All right. And joining us as always is our interim host, Noble. Budding sold out of bricks. I'm only halfway through with my damn brick wall. <laughs> I need another one for tonight. Bugger. <laughs> you know what's so weird? I've been taking so much bunning trips... In the insistence of creativity, new research, and new design making, I've gotten sick of Bunnings. Or, if you were an American, I would basically get sick of Home Depot or Lowe's. Well, all I'll say is I'm glad I got my um, impact driver with three settings. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least that's something. Whereas, yeah. Whereas, you know what? I got sick buying tons and tons of bags of concrete. Uh, uh, sick of Home Depot. You mean sick of Lowe's? That that blue house of blue house of lies. That's what that is. Okay, you American. Um, Lowe's <laughs> in Australia just sells clothing. Work what? Clothing, no less. Wait, what? Yes, we have a shop <laughs> called Lowe's, and it sells work clothing, not the hardware store. <laughs> My goodness. So, yes, I will be sick of Home Depot. Y'all are so upside down right now. This is crazy. Until I get told to stop buying concrete. Your plan (laughs) should probably be a little less solid then, Joel. Uh, Well, that's what it is, but hey. Well, it's time to round up for the week. And I know it's been a bit of a drudge. I know it's been for me. And I'm sure it is for you because there are some things that have just been dominating the um, the current cycle. But that's, I think, for another time. But, yeah, let's begin. What have we got? Okay. So, who's seen Zootopia? You know, I'm sure everyone here has seen, you know, Watch Remembered Zootopia, right? Oh, yes. And if you think about how long ago Zootopia actually came out, you're going to feel pretty old. 2016 was when the movie came out. Yeah, yeah, that was like, what, eight years ago? Dude, can you mathematics, dude? Did you pass math? Did you fail math or something? Wait, how long ago was it? Six Six years? years. Oh, yeah, six years. Okay. But still, six years, that's half a dozen years this movie came out. What the bonkers? Yeah, and so, now there's a new short called Zootopia Plus, which is on Disney Plus. And if you can't count all your pluses, then, you know, just add more pluses. But just yeah. to cement my um, sort of thinking here, 
I was really surprised when watching it about the quality they used for the animation versus what you'd usually see from, say, a TV show from a movie. The quality right. usually drops something shocking, but they use the same um, quality. Right. I mean, like, you could yeah. literally drop these into the movie and you wouldn't tell the difference. You can definitely see this like in like the, the hair animation uh, when they have certain characters like the sloths and stuff. So here we have uh, Zootopia Plus revisits a smiling sloth, con artist, weasel, and other colorful characters. Right. So, uh, this is basically telling you that, yeah, um, from November 9th, 2022. We live in a wonderful age of entertainment where even uh, the big time studios, yeah, aren't even the big time studios aren't afraid to poke fun at the industry you know, with uh, clever and sometimes even corrupt characters. Yeah, right. like like this sloth dude who's right. like um, drag racing. Joel, if you hold down the control key and press the plus um, key twice, it should make the text a little easier to see. There you go. Oh, perfect. That that makes things a whole lot better. So this article is basically uh, discussing what's been going on lately, and this this has been pretty cool, man. I, I don't know if you have have you like seen this on YouTube, but, like all the shorts and stuff going on. Yeah. Now Zootopia Plus is like it says, it is a series of short episodes, which are about mm -hmm. seven, give or take seven minutes long. There's been a couple of episodes out. Well, six animated shorts as a series. And I've mm -hmm. watched quite a couple of them. And, you know, again, first thing that pops out at you is the quality of the characters and the animations just rip straight out of the movie. Same assets, same amazing quality, you know? Oh, yeah. Literally, it's like straight from the universe. It, yeah, it looks so, like, like this is a clip from the movie, like or it, it could have been. Yeah, like this is really same, cool. Same, same style. No downgrade at all, and not many huh? TV shows. Not many movies to TV shows do the same thing. Like, you know, the closest thing I can think of would be, um, you know, the How to Train Your Dragon when they got when that got a TV series. Oh, Joel, 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 the quality drop from How to Train Your Dragon to the TV show was basically something like a hundred points. It was really bad. I mean, the acting was fine, the, the voice acting was fine, but the animation was just shit. Right. Right, and that's exactly what he's saying. He's he's saying like he didn't even see a drop in that kind of quality from the, this, you know, and I can't either. Fun. Like, this is really cool. Like, yeah. it looks like this could have been in the movie or something. Right. Now, the Zootopia Plus, the premise in the first couple of episodes, it focuses on the side minor characters that that you saw in the film. Now they just got a bit more fleshed out. So instead of seeing, you know, your Nicks and Judys, you've got, you know, the spotlight is more on the side characters that you saw. Like, you know, the the con artist Weasel, who, you know, who... Yeah. Yeah. Got Sorry, just, little Rodentia and so forth. I'm remembering that episode. It was whacked. Especially when the car came by and smack. <laughs> that was unexpected. Yeah. And you know what? And it says, and like it says, it parodies a lot of real elements too in from from existing pop, you know, from existing pop culture elements. Like there's episodes where they have a knockoff of um, the Real Housewives, <laughs> a well, knockoff uh, of The Godfather, 
this is something that a lot of Zootopia fans really wanted. You know, ever since the, this debuted, you know, back all these years ago, we've always been looking for like, oh, well, where's Zootopia 2 or whatever. Like, there were some comics and stuff that were released. But, yeah, a lot of people are like really looking forward to, you know, wh where's where's the next installment? Notable. I'm sure I speak for a lot of furries when, like, a lot of people are super invested in this movie. Not all movies need to have a sequel. No, I know, or yeah, a that's a good point. Like, they don't, like, the story's complete. Like, they don't actually need to have it. But I'm just saying, in this circumstance, this is an entire world, which I think can be built upon in so many different kind of, like, creative ways. That's right. Or, and... You know? Like, they can expand upon all this stuff. And that's exactly what the purpose of Zootopia Plus is, according to even some of the showrunners, that they wanted mm. to do some stuff that they couldn't do in the original film. And, you know... And even then, oh, like, the showrunners, Corey, says, you know, like, it was, the, it was kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, and some of the choices were a bit limiting. So now it's, you know, like, they're expanding on the world of Zootopia, and the storytelling is, you know, is is whole another different thing. Nice. So, yeah. And it does, yeah, there's like a couple of things that may have been missing from, you know, Zootopia, including even a musical number. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. well, um, this, this pleasure, Noble. I know you have a musical I numbers. Surprisingly, I didn't actually mind the musical in it. And no, it, it was fine because it, it it didn't like the entire movie was not a musical, you know, like that wasn't really the whole point. The fact of like, you know, at the end of the movie, there's like this credits kind of driven musical number. That's fine. You know, like that, that kind of just summarizes everything. It's like a fun kind of thing. And I thought they did a fantastic job with that. Like, the editing, the everything was just really good. The song, incredible. But it, was, it wasn't like the, the movie was a musical. But a lot of movies have just, like, a song at the end. Like, that's just, like, a trend that they would do that, <laughs> you know? Te technically need a song at the end end one halfway through it or at the no I, I know you really end. don't but like a lot of movies do it though which is just a thing that they do like that's what I'm saying yeah but this but for a song to span over the right the length of the episode as part of character development sort of ah, okay well yeah that was okay good good point yeah it was something it still worked though I mean, I'm not gonna lie about that. Like that was, that really did work. I don't know, uh, Noble. Did do you think it was like overdone? The show, this musical, no. It took up majority of an episode, but then again, it was sort of telling part of a story. Hmm. No. But you know what, though? I think there's going to be something that I know you have been tashing on over about. And I think that's gone like parts of the internet in a tizzy right now. Was the whole, you know, you sent me pictures of how, you know, the Cheetah Clout Clawhauser um, 
being fashionably, yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, please, no. Y- yeah, the fact oh. that the fashion is really, really, it's really how you're doing. That episode should have basically, they should have, they shouldn't have uh, had it play out the way it did. I'm sorry, but when the judges started voting no, that that should have been it. They sh- they sh- instead, they should have just given them like, right, you've got like five seconds for your you know, co-star to come out. Otherwise, you know, get off. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to just say a couple of words here that they put sparkles on Chief Bogo. They put more sparkles on Clawhauser the Cheetah, and I'm like... Um... I mean, Chief Bogo, though, like, that's some... Oh, go boy. What? What? Uh, I don't even it's, know. It sounds cursed. It may be cursed. <laughs> but if for the interest of fairness, we are going to show you what this looks like. If you have not yet seen Zootopia Plus, the argument for me is that unfortunately, because of the way the movie played out, mm-hmm. it does make sense. But like I said, when it came to the judges, when they started voting, that's it. They shouldn't have uh, been allowed to continue or at least have their <laughs> thing. Right. The sun. They okay. should have said, like, okay, yeah. behold. Guys, look at this. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's oh boy, literally that's his dream right there, dude. Not even the sunglasses can disguise how embarrassing you feel inside doing this. No, actually, you rather enjoyed it. Huh. I liked when they kept it more subtle. You guys remember when they had like the Zootopia tigers, you know, just chilling with gazelle. Like that yeah, was okay. Yeah, with the dancing of gazelle and the. Um... We could have just left it there. Right, but the out the outfits just scream. Oh my goodness! Like I know certain people. I mean, yeah. Excited but... over this, obviously. I know, yeah, but th- th- that's what I'm saying. We could have just left it there. We didn't need Bogo to have sparkled powder under his eyes. No, no, we we should have still had that. If oh, I was to rewrite that episode, I would have more had those two characters sn- uh, after work going out or taking leave from work and going to do that themselves. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> because of that of scene when, like, Clawhauser went into his office and he was listening to Gazelle and he's like, oh, chief. He's <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, they have that, that, that connection. That scene, Honestly, it was good, but the it was animation funny. was just, eh, you could have done it better. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I thought it was pretty I mean, funny. Seriously, though, yes, fine. It's not an everyday thing, but some co-workers do like to actually get up and have fun uh, outside of work. It's not unheard of. I mean, the usual thing is for people to go out and uh, get on the piss and all, but... Uh, you know, partaking in like D and D or something. I mean, you meet you friends know, through workplaces all the time. Yeah, I can expect sure. Zootopia to to you know to rag on about a lot of pop culture stuff. So I think you know uh, a D and D kind of episode wouldn't be you know unrealistic for Zootopia Plus or that caliber because that episode that 
all that glitter was on was a rag off of So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if they did the Masked Singer instead. Oh, goodness, no. Oh, boy. Hey, you gotta give ideas. Hey, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, there's still, even the writers do believe that there's a lot of hunger for Zootopia. And even a lot of hunger for Zootopia Plus. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, it's always very much possible that they can stretch this out to more than just those six animated shorts. And, uh, Jolt, if I might just say this uh, just for a moment, just to advertise something. Not a sponsor or anything, but guys, this is something that I found. It's called Return to Zootopia. It's a really cool, like, fan fiction, straight-up comic-based movie about, like, it's a, a Zootopia sequel. Really cool, awesome music. They spent a lot of time and effort on it. Check it out. It doesn't involve pornography, does it? No, of course not. No, it, it's it's literally like Zootopia 2. Like, it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, if you ever have, like, some time or whatever, just, yeah, look into it. All right. But all up, though, just, uh, just to end this on a segment here, I actually was quite satisfied with what they did with Zootopia Plus. Just from the you know, from the amount of world building, from the amount of storytelling they did, and how they actually got, you know, added more to the characters that were just there on the sides that have taken the spotlight. Yes, that, that that's a very good point, Jolt. Um, I noticed that when they were talking about, um, her name was like Ryuju or something. Yeah, like. That was some pretty cool character development. You know? Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I actually did love the episode of um, you know, the big the younger the big crime boss. That was a a rag on the godfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty great. And if you don't like it, I'll ice you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's very, very good. Yeah. Again, if you don't like Zootopia Plus or whatever, whatever, you get iced. Yeah. The thing is, though, um, sometimes you have to forgive the plot not being a bit unconventional, yes. Naturally, in. Unfortunately, it's getting a bit common with TV shows and movies, but you have to forgive ones where it's actually entertaining. Mm hmm. The fact that the writers made this, and I think they have a very good and solid idea of, like, what Zootopia is all about. Like, they understand these characters, and they're writing this in a way that actually makes sense in that world, and that's why it's coming out so good. Yeah, and even more so was that Disney encouraged them to... Yeah, like, to have creative freedom, and, like, like that's that worked out really well, I the think so. What I'd be curious about is how much they actually spent with the animating part. Mm. That's up to speculation again. Because they went with the same quality of um, animation as the movie, it would not have been something cheap. No. I mean, they they have existing assets that they've already invested in. 
Well, rendering would have been uh, cheaper today, but still, the detail they were going through, I mean, the animators would have been, it, it would have had to have been movie level um, mm -hmm. work involved. All right. So, we've got the next item for you, and it's finally taken us this long to get to this point. Finally. After all these years, he the boy has done it. The boy, the boy Ash has finally done it. Wow! He becomes a world Pokemon champion. This was, I mean, I'm not sure. It, like, if I speak for a lot of millennials out there, when we first saw Ash go to Kanto and he wanted to be the Pokemon master, right? You know, he wanted to catch them all. He wanted to be the very best. The very best that no one ever was. Yes. Absolutely. That's what he wanted to do. He got there and he got beat by Richie. Richie beat his ass and his dreams were shattered. And we all no. saw that. His Charizard decided to say, fuck it, I'm going to take a nap. I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. His Pokemon, he couldn't he couldn't train them. Charizard was just like, you know, F you, bro. Um, I'm just too tired. I don't even care. You can just do you. And this is like the battle of his life right now. So there we go. Kanto freaking battle. That's it. Game over. That and yet, for 25 years, Ash struggled, and he lived on. He he wished upon a ho-oh, and he did all that. Sorry, but it just feels a little shallow and hollow at this point. I think they're running out of ideas, and this is not a good idea. The thing is, though, he did win the Orange League. He did. He did win the Orange League. But he's, he wasn't a Pokemon master, though. Like, he, he couldn't claim no, it that. Was a, it was more fry compared to tournaments like those. Like, you, I get you. I, I was, you know, young enough to remember all of that. Like, watch Pokemon from the get-go. Yeah. Sorry to say, but in black and white, Ash sort of matured to the point where it seemed natural. But after that, with Sun and Moon, it... It just seemed to have um, regressed, which was really unfortunate. I mean, th th this might sound like a hot take, but let's be real. When, when he was battling against Mewtwo during like that first Pokemon movie, and like he, like, all the Pokemon literally cried their tears to make him alive mm -hmm. again. That's a Pokemon master in my book. I mean, come on. That's crazy. Really kind of that is a legit. The that's the Pokemon, bro. It has to be. Maybe I. I mean, right though. I haven't watched Sword and Shield series yet. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, oh. or unfortunately, or are you just? Mm -hmm. Ash's is going to be a bit more of the same, or... Honestly, I kind of gave up playing Pokemon for a while. Then, when Sword and Shield came out, I sort of gave it a try. I was like, eh, 
now I'm starting to see the trailers for the next series and the next sort of um, generation. It's like, are you kidding me? They're like crystals now and they ride like living these, bikes. You and know, planes. these Pokemon like, motorcycles. What's... Uh... Yeah, that's pretty silly. It's like, it's a bit odd. Like when it gave me deja vu vibes when Final Fantasy allowed you to. um to ride a living motorcycle kind well, of. for instance uh gold and silver series right they they had more to explore you could explore the old region the, the new ones it's just basically the the first game but rehashed in a different way with something else slapped on it i'm really losing interest in it now and i'm right. sort of regretting the fact that but... i pre-ordered these games and and it's well odd now because Scarlet and Violet is just right on the horizon within the next couple of days from now, from when this episode goes live, you'll probably see Scarlet and Violet hitting the shelves and people are going to rush out and get it. Uh, people pre-ordered it, like me. Yeah, I know a couple of people who have um, who did that and got the collector's edition Nintendo Switches for Scarlet and Violet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, you you think it's going to be worth it? Like, it might actually just be a fun game, you know? Yeah. I mean, people are always hungry for the next Pokemon installation. It's just the following is just immense. No, my problem is that I invested money in actually buying the games. That's the problem. Not that they exist. But you could also not just invest, like, you know, the game itself, but actually, like, your time and effort to, you know, just have fun now, with it. here's the yeah? thing, like, when you pre-order it, you go in with the expectation that this is not, this game is not going to be a disappointment. Hopefully. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very leery when it comes to pre-ordering stuff, even though you see all in the trailers that, you know, this is, like, the hottest game on the block right now, and you, they want you to get this. Of course. I get that. But right now, it's, um... Dude, right now, it's the moment for the TV series, man. Do you reckon, after all this, you know, Ash finally has the crown. He has to do it all over again for another season to the region in Scarlet and Violet. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you'll find sometimes at the end of a series... Uh, it'll end where it completely ends and, you know, that's it. And then the next episode is basically just moving on from that. Other times it's ended, they leave it in a cliffhanger and you find out what happens next. I I have to wonder, though, what would happen if they tried to go with a new um, main cast, completely new, you know, ditch Ash altogether. Because the last time they tried that with Diamond and Pearl, people lost their shit. And then instead, we got Ash, who in the TV series, he's just kind of all the same. But, you know, this this cast of supporting characters does change, but Ash never just seems to go away. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like, when you asked Noble that question, I was just thinking, yeah, well, I guess this story that we've been following for over 25 years, right? Like, Ash's story is over. He's a Pokemon master, you the know. World champion he, now. There you go, right? Like, 
and now we can be invested in a new set of characters. And I guess, uh, I guess what you were saying, Joel, too, about like resetting the whole story. Maybe yeah. they could just go and do that. But well, it's not really going to be the same. You know, like, uh, we're just going to have a restart the franchise, you know, okay. It's not so much that they're resetting the franchise or the story. They're bringing in, it's more like, I would be somewhat okay if they brought in a new cast for a new generation. Yeah, but, yeah. like, we're not following Ash's story anymore. Like, right. he kind of just did what he set out to do. And it took this long, and they've made billions of dollars along this whole journey. I think they yeah. set out what they had to do. And well, it took, you know, eight generations of Pokemon and a crap ton of seasons. Yeah, exactly. Cartoon to get there to the point. But it has finally happened. It's a milestone and now it is called Celebre. Right. And, and now we can focus on some new characters embarking on a similar journey. You know, why not? Like for a new generation of, of stuff. Of, yeah, a new generation of characters, and maybe you may see the occasional cameo from Ash. Maybe, yeah. Like he he like runs a gym or something. Sure, yeah, that'd be cool. Why not? Okay, so there's um, one thousand two hundred and twenty-two Japanese episodes, uh, twelve hundred and fifteen American episodes. Oh wow. That is a lot right there. It's... That is quite a tad bit indeed. They have uh, different rules over there, I guess. I believe if Ash was to be kicked off the show, it would cause a major stir. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. With um, Diamond and Pearl. What might happen is that they may use Ash as a teacher moving forward. So with any luck, we may get him um, in his teenage years now instead of being like the 10-year-old brat he's been for like that, what, the that's last... That's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking decades. more of like that, um, like that Star Wars thing where um, you know, Luke Skywalker is kind of like this hermit on a cave and like they kind of go to him for advice every now and then. But he's not really involved or like he really doesn't even care. Oh, no, that... I'd see it more as him traveling around all over the place. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. I really wish they'd go back to the black and white style where he's basically pissing on Team Rocket half the time. <laughs> yeah. Gee, Meowth betrayed us. What a shocker. But, oh, yeah. My... I, I guess if Ash set out what he wants to do, then yeah, that we have to follow a, a different story it's, of different yeah, people. Right? Much... Oh, I forgot something with that. Now he's a master. We may actually get to meet his father. Ah, fair point. Ash's uh, maybe we've seen, we've seen a lot of Ash's mother. Yeah, but now. Hmm. Ash's father has always been out of the picture. That's the problem. And it's been yeah. a thing in the fandom for, like, since day one, who Ash's father was. There was rumors that it was um, some guy he met in uh, Gold and Silver. There was rumors that it was Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni. Yeah, it's been there like was... a major mystery. 
but now we may actually get to meet it, and that may mean the show actually ends. Because That's I literally believe the last re- missing piece of the plot hole of the of the era, and then after that we have. Full I, I don't know. I don't know about that because, like, it it seems like the fact that he actually became a Pokemon master at this point that seems like the ending of his arc. Think about yeah. like. Think about Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Like, oh, well, where is my mother? But he became Fire Lord. The war was over. The story was ended. And that was just like a a comic type of thing. I think this might actually be a very similar situation where you're only going to find out with comics. If I recall correctly, the original creator of the actual show stated that the show would end when Ash meets his father. At least that was the running thing back then. It, the uh, idea may have changed, however. Mm. The, t- the movies have had a soft reboot, so they're no longer based on um, the TV, sh- the anime itself, where originally you could watch up to a certain point in the series, watch the movie that was released in that time, and then move yeah. forward. You don't really miss out on anything, but... You could either watch the anime and the movies, or you could just watch the anime itself, or you could just watch the movies and there was at least watchable. But now the movies seem to have their own um, story to it. So, right. Yeah. But all in, though, so what do you reckon? Like, what's your expectation of this? Are are they going to continue the Ash story arc where, you know, for either the search for his father, or his, or they um they make a final episode where father just returns home, you know, like Boxer Husky. What if he Ash's father just comes home, and then, bam, instant closure. Sorry, it took me uh, twenty odd years to get the cigarettes. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> Ah, I was going to hit one right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we were all like, that seriously, that's him. Pastor Ash's old man. This is what we've been <laughs> waiting for all these years. Never mind the whole world champion thing. They'd have to have his father trapped somewhere because if he's just gone out on his own adventure, nah. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Or maybe it's just it's just gonna be a mystery that will never be answered. Which again, you know, box cutter may or may not be fine. Which may be fine, you know. I mean, that that's kind of where I'm at with this. Like, if they just wanted to end it here, you know, leave it be and let the mystery be up to the fans, like, where we can formulate our own theories, I yes. think that would be kind of fine, you know? Yeah. Just let it be. Do you understand that a war could end up breaking out if that ended up being the fact? I mean, it's, that's already the, the same way with, like, some other popular franchises. I don't know. I think this would kind of be okay in my book. I wouldn't freak out or attack people or whatever the hell. Like, it probably would be fine. How many other characters, other than The Simpsons itself, I mean, The Simpsons can't really compare because the fan base for Pokemon, while it changes, you've always had people invested in the show, but uh, 
what other shows do you know that have gone for like 20 years with like the same character at the center of the whole thing? I mean, it's, there's really not too many, especially animated. There really isn't any. So I got your point there. But like, I'm I'm not that invested to to that kind of a crazy point. Like, if that's where they want to end it, then hey, there you go. I don't know Simpsons isn't going to end anytime soon, but I don't think that's really related. That's yeah, it's um, a bit apples yeah. and oranges thing. Yeah, they're kind of just going to go on forever, like yeah. Mm-hmm. But all in all, though, um, you can—I bet you could probably expect another another season of the TV series in Scarlet and Violet, whether they tell a new story, mm-hmm. or you know, a new cast or a new season or whatever, or they or they choose to continue following Ash's story is, at the end of the day, up to the writers. I think so, because at this point, Ash's story is ended. You know, it's over, unless they want to do, like, prequels or whatever the heck. But, like, we've already had many years of the, the entire story. Yeah. And I know, think like, it's we all know. The, um, and his, it's the, yeah, it, the journey, you know? The, the whole thing, yeah, of course. Finally, you know, he's finally it. The very best. Exactly. So the, they're probably going to be focusing on other characters, and if they wanted to do that, that, that'd be great. You know, like, it would be like Pokemon uh, A New Generation or something. If you I'm not, really want to have a... I'm not a writer or anything. I don't know what they would call it, but that's yeah, one idea, I guess. If you really want to have a trip down memory lane and you watch the original series back when it was new, uh, the singer for the theme song of the English version sang the English version translated into Japanese. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That dude was a real kicker for that. I mean, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Actually getting permission to do that too would have been... I wonder how difficult that would have been. Mm, it'd be a challenge mm. just learning Japanese firsthand, but hey. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about uh, the copyright thing because that would have been nuts. Mm-hmm. Especially if they sort of questioned whether or not it would have been a good idea. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But all up, though, it's just been, you know, season after season, like just to where the journey's headed. It's like, like you said, you know, we were all gunning for Ash, you know, Ash, you're going to finally get there. You're going to finally be a champion. He, um, you know, he just has a stumbling block along the way, and you know, another yeah. season dusts off and gets back up stronger. Yeah, but all up now, we can all finally go and say, "Congratulations, Ash! You finally did it!" Yeah. All right. So now, this next item. Oh boy, it's a combination of something that's about to come out, and also has, which also has a lot of people in a tizzy that they've written headlines for the most 2022 with some of the most 2022 headlines. Oh, this game. All right, let's start with the headlines first. And what the subject matter is is Final Fantasy 16. All right, let's Great. start with the headlines first. All right, okay, this is the most tame one I've found. So far yet. 
Final Fantasy 16 producer addresses games lack of diverse characters. Next headline. Final Fantasy 16 has no business abiding by historical realism. What are they talking about? And this is next... Final Fantasy. And the next one. Final Fantasy 16 developer has a terrible answer for why the game is so white. Joel, I think my LSD was spiked. Do you need to go for another trip? <laughs> oh, shit. Why the hell are they focusing on that bluey shit anyway? Wait, uh... did they just say that the game was too white? What What does that mean? They accused the game of being too white and to answering to historical... being historically realistic. Wait, and so... What are they targeting a race of people that are playing this game because they don't like them playing the game? No, it's um, it's a cause of depiction. Now, Final Fantasy, to give you a bit of context, is um, has always been like a wondrous fantasy world, and it's mixed in where you know some elements and and throughout those depictions, you know, magic and technology have kind of coexisted in the same space. Right in the in the various worlds that they've created. Okay. And now in this one, Final Fantasy sixteen, it's um, the designers have been more towards like tradition, like arguably about traditional fantasy, and and its inspirations are <gasps> mid Middle aged Europe. Ye gasp. This is one of the most bonkers arguments I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah. Um, this is a video game about a fantasy world. Why are they talking about human races right now? Right. What? I'm curious whether or not the Scandinavians are going to make an appearance in this. This yeah, is crazy. And a, lot, and a lot of the pan, you know, pan-European stuff, you know, we've got the Scandinavians, the Celts, the, you know, the Saxons. <laughs> The Anglo-Saxons, the Slavs, the Germanic people—you name it, all that stuff—and so they're, they're covering basically that part of the world in that part of time with the Final Fantasy trope of magic. Yeah. Um. And so. <sighs> so that's the thing, you know. Like, What's going on here? <laughs> Who is offended by this? This is a freaking game. What the heck? I think it's because it doesn't include Africans. And because what? They're in upper, like, like what? Northwestern Europe? Of course there's no Africans there. Because they live in Africa. What? Yeah, and I th I think there's stories of um, Africans actually going to the middle uh, to that yeah. part of Europe, but it would have been so rare at that point. Okay, so they're not in this particular game because this is about a particular time period. So what? Right. What's the problem here's here? The now here's the here's what the creator says. And the creator Yoshida, you know, Final Fa the head of Final Fantasy at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, his answer says, you know. There is diversity in the game's world of Valistea, but that is not all-encompassing, 
and is synergistic with the setting we've created and is true to the inspirations from we are drawing. And and it's true to the inspiration of Medi Middle Ages Europe behind Final Fantasy XVI's world. And he says, our design concept from the earliest stages of development has always heavily featured medieval Europe incorporating historical, cultural, political, and anthropological standards that were prevalent at the time. So, well, yeah, he's just being historically accurate to make sure the game looks like the intended time period for where it's supposed to take place actually looks like what it would look like in yes. the time period, right? Like, obviously. I, I just have to ask this. I wonder if any Japanese people are going to be fuming and pissed off that there no, are no actual Japanese No, but the man's, the man's is Japanese. Square Enix is, um, is a company that's based in Japan. And right now, the current, you know, Final Fantasy has always been, you know, un mainly, you know, spearheaded by the Japanese developers from the outset. And and this is another one of those problems, like when they try to be so diverse and like add people that are literally not supposed to be there in this particular time period, they take you out of that fantasy. Like if you're playing a game in like medieval Scandinavian Europe or whatever, and like. Yeah. The prince is an African-American. That just doesn't make any sense. It takes you out of the world. Yeah, sure, it, it's all well and good. Like, you can be hired for that particular position. But at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense for the story. And that that's the whole idea behind, like, you know, get woke, go broke. It really destroys a lot of franchises. Like, that's what we, we've been seeing happening. But this isn't so much what it is. Like Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy is doing fine. I mean, you know, it's fine if you have people different, like whatever. But when it comes to like the historical context, that's crazy. The world building yes. and the you know suspension of disbelief and such. So again, just look at the character trailer and just sit, count how many characters are of a certain you know color and how and what's conspicuously missing for anyone who's sitting here sort of um fumed about representation you're missing the whole point about telling a story right and not and um not following the court world that you've followed the inspirations from right because mm -hmm. that's the um, what they've done is like it's basically integral to the world building and the story that they're trying to tell see look at this this is um the meditation like what you're looking at here, if you're listening in, is um, is like the Mediterranean stuff. You know, your Spains and Portugals, still in Europe, not you know, not the Middle East. But yeah. But yes, you can clearly see like most of this stuff is like it's returning to um traditional fantasy, right? Like with you know crystals and magic and. Oh yeah, totally. Of course, it's it, it just like the the aesthetic. Indeed. And yeah, all up again. A lot of this, a lot of this rage is seems to just be nothing but superficial kerfuffle. That's just not very warranted. Hmm. But you know Definitely. what, though, the Japanese, I will say this, though, the Japanese are going to depict the story, you know, how they want to depict. And 
like, and they have had a fixation with like medieval European elements too. The Japanese, it's just, you know. And I shamefully want to say this though: it's the Westerners, it's the Westerners who just seem to have so much umbrage over this stuff. You know, what's wrong with the Japanese appreciating, you know, middle-aged European stuff? Right? Yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. It looks pretty badass. The thing is that if you don't like the way a story is, you just don't buy it, which is unfortunate for what I did because my foot's in my mouth right now with Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I should have looked at it before doing the pre-order. Uh, yeah, and in times like these, it's like this is the stuff that makes me want to go out there and when Final Fantasy 16 releases, get it. Nice, yeah, for sure. It's going to get pretty boring if everything's always um, identical to everything else. Now, for apps, for instance, when it comes to different social medias, having similar apps that have the menu options and everything similar is just makes life a little bit easier. But when it comes to stories, games, that sort of thing, if it's all the same, then it's basically what does it matter what you're playing? Well, there's that too. But I was thinking more along the lines of like community, you know, like if you only talk to the same people who always agree with you the entire time and you're in like your little echo chamber, you're not really going to be making new friends. I don't know. Now, here's the thing about the whole the diversity thing that that's just been at the forefront of this. The way that the creator Yoshida says is tackling this is more, you know, the team didn't want to assign distinctive ethnicities to either the antagonist or the protagonist of Final Fantasy 16 and to avoid inviting unwarranted speculation and ultimately stoking flames of controversy. They wanted to focus to be less on the outward appearances of their character and more on who they are as people. You know, nice, people yeah. Are complex and diverse in their natures, backgrounds, beliefs, personalities, and motivations. And that right there is more like the the diversity we're looking for, rather than you know, if this person looks like an you know an African American in Scandinavia, in Middle Aged Europe. Yeah. Well, yeah, which which would still be pretty darn near impossible. I mean, not uh, completely uh, impossible, on, but it's just, just a silly concept that they would have to force it on there. Um, yeah. they could do that. It would be possible to bring mm -hmm. in uh, people from other cultures into a game in medieval times, but they'd have to have something like the Romans coming in with different groups of people to attack the land. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, into European fingers, because, again, the concept of Europe being, you know, at odds with each other has always been a thing, you know? But here's where it gets a bit funny, like, to get back to the whole, you know, the whole white people are up in arms. You know, some articles, like, from the game are still saying, you know, historical realism is an excuse! To make people alive. Or whatever, whatever. For a lack of diversity. Wow. Yeah, definitely not an excuse. More like, uh, we want our game to look good 
and people to like it. And not just that, <laughs> we want to follow. We want our people. We want people who buy this game to be immersed in the world and the setting and the time period for which we inspiration from. Does yes. that mean in VR it'll be compatible with VR headsets? Um, <laughs> depends present, on the game, <laughs> but right, that's not the present, whole point here. You know, Final Fantasy 16 is speculated to release on, you know, PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC. The big consoles at the moment. So, yeah. At the end of the day, um, Final Fantasy is just about, you know, is the fantasy world. And you know what? If you should get angry at them, though, don't get angry at us. Get you know, the Japanese have a way of doing things, and they're not the way of doing things that we, you know, we may not be accustomed to. I could just imagine some useless twat walking up to someone, finding out the Japanese, and then going off at their face about the fact of Final Fantasy 16. It's like, people are that stupid. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, but all up though, if they've if they've gotten people to be up this so up in arms about it, you know, look, Final Fantasy has always has actually even featured, you know, characters of other backgrounds in its games. Like, look at Final Fantasy Thirteen, Saz, who is um, you know, looks like an African American man with an afro. You know. Nobody lost their shit when that game came out back in 2010. No, of course not. But people care now, and that's where the whole crazy bonkers culture war is all happening right now. No, it's more finding an excuse to get outrageous about something. That It, it Wait, could also it, be marketing to a certain point. Doesn't Final Fantasy have, like, Winnie the Pooh? No, well, um, if you want, actually, technically, it did, but that was because it had a collaboration with Disney called Kingdom Hearts. Oh, right, yeah, I'm thinking Kingdom Hearts. Okay, never mind, sorry. Avera, it was more of an offshoot of Final Fantasy than... Like, no, no, you're, you're good. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about two different games. All right, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> they, you know, Square Enix worked with Disney and created Kingdom Hearts and merged them both together and somehow made it work. A lot of people are. But you know what? Speaking of which, they're actually kind of salty for one... I can see for one reason, you know? That, yeah. you know, God of War Ragnarok released and it's set in the, in the Nordic lands and they had... God of War Ragnarok had featured a black anger boda. And that's in, like, the mythological, you know, Scandinavia. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people were basically, you know, sucking up to it for doing such a, for God of War to doing such a thing. Hmm. And, you know, and they basically made us said, you know, not. And for doing that, they just like, work. So, essentially, it's. Mm -mm. Yeah, but the, the the difference is, you know, 
One was made by Japanese, one was made by Sony Santa Monica out here in friggin' California. Okay. So how did that, like, affect gameplay? Like, were people happy with that, or...? Nothing, right? It just caused people to say, you know, articles from the game to say, Dear people who are upset about Black Anger Voter, which is a legitimate article that exists. Like, that was for God of War. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah. So... So that's, you know, what this is a bit how you're doing. But ultimately, <laughs> though, it's, um, I do want to say to conclude on that note, you know, Yoshida did nothing wrong. He can design the game and all that however he wants to and however he sees fit. And actually, you know what? And I actually would feel more immersed in the game being, you know, a fantasy that's rooted in reality. Yeah, for sure. That goes on so many different levels. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't have to justify all this suspension of disbelief crap where all mm-hmm. I have is like, you know, where these, where all I have for that is just giant crystals and, you know, larger than life monsters and all, and all that. So, yeah, right on. But yeah. Right. So, uh, I think, uh, Any uh, live comments going on? Not at the moment, no. But all up, though. Like, what do you reckon about what you saw from Final Fantasy sixteen? I don't play the new game, so unfortunately, I'm not going to be touching it. Right, right. It looks good, though. Yeah, I mean, I was. I grew up on the Final Fantasy, like number seven, which is the first and most popular game to come out you know, in the Western world. Hmm. And, yeah, and like from there, I just, you know, I've, I've been kind of on the back trail for Final Fantasy, but it's still kicking and still going strong. So, and right now it's um currently the V most, number 14 is the V most popular, you know, MMO, massively multiplayer game that's even dethroned World of Warcraft in its current state. That's oh, wow. Yeah. Like, dare I say it. So, I mean, again, it's saying something now if, you know, people are escaping World of Warcraft for Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, they're just getting bored with World of Warcraft. And oh, actually, no. World of Warcraft adventure. is um, pursuing the wokeness big time. So, and they've um, just badly managed. So Yeah, it's been getting kind of scary. A lot of big fantasy companies have been doing this, unfortunately. But not yeah. the final one. Oh. <laughs> At least you can you could probably argue, you know, the Japanese-based Japan. Yo, base Japan, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So, come to that at the end of this week. Yeah. You know what? It was a drudge of a week all up, but... Mm. You know what? Hey, we made it work. And yeah. you know what? That's what counts, man. And you know what? This is a bit of a, a what's what kind of special in the world of popular culture, but hey, that's what we got. And that's what we got. And we got some pretty good gems, you know? Lots to celebrate about. So, what do you guys think? You know, wrap this up with a little closing statement. 
I'll let Avira go first. Well, I'll just say, uh, yeah, guys, it has been uh, kind of a slow week, unfortunately. But there's been some stuff to look forward to. Of course, we've all been looking about what the heck is going on on Twitter. That's some crazy bonkers stuff. Yeah, like we understand there's a stuff that has been occupying the news cycle, like dominating it straight up. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, <laughs> I guess I could just like recap just saying um, I hope everyone had a super awesome Halloween. And you know what? I'm looking forward to uh, Thanksgiving. I yes. really don't have too much to say about this week because, as we said, it was kind of stupid slow. So. Eh, I don't know. Hey, hey at we'll least see what happens. And at least we, so, you know. At least we have that. Yes, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I know. All right. And well, the fact that, you know, fine. You know, I'm actually. You know what? I'm actually hyped for Final Fantasy 16 now that all of this has happened. I'm definitely going to be looking into that for sure. You guys have an awesome night. All right, Noble. Well. It was a smooth week this week. I have to mm-hmm. admit. I yeah. can't wait to see what happens after November, though. Well, we'll see. You know, I think we're gonna um, we're gonna have a lot of people cl- collectively losing their minds over Christmas. <laughs> um, that is um, not exactly what you'd call a spoiler alert, but something you can expect in this day mm-hmm. and age. So, yeah. You know, first they might lose their stop marbles over Thanksgiving. Next, they're going to lose their marbles over Christmas. That's pretty much what's on the calendar for the rest of the year. Well, let's see how it goes. All right. You know, thank you for tuning in. Um, hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. You know, making this, making this work. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is our signing off for the week. Farewell. Until next time. Goodbye. Now I need my...